Hello, welcome to episode number 12 of the Football Supporters Hub podcast. Uh, been had three weeks off, haven't we? I hope all 10 listeners haven't missed us too much. Yeah, but, uh, I'm good, sure good to be back. How yeah. you been, Podge? Yeah, good. It's It's been weird, isn't it? We sort of just left it for a little bit and uh, we missed it. So we come back. And, and here we are. Here we are. We are here again. Just before we start, a quick, um, quick update on the uh, Golden Boot Race. Yeah. So uh, for any new listeners, me and Podge are doing a forfeit. For whoever scores the least goals this season in our in our six aside football league, yeah. So was it currently? I'm on uh, fourteen. You're on eight. I'm on so eight. It's, you're it's on looking, uh, looking... It's it's a bit unfair. We're, we're still de- deciding the forfeit, but well, obviously you're going to make it. Want to make it a difficult one? And it's like, it's oh, like, I'm not at the moment. It's like to everyone I'm else, what the forfeit is going to be? It's not we'll up to see. me, mate. It's not. Up maybe to me. maybe we'll have to add assists in there as well, just to like mix it up. Well, I don't know. You can't add it this late, mate. It's been. Deal's done. Well, we haven't even decided deal, the deal fourth done. Yet. Deal's done. We've had a few suggestions, haven't we? What, like, where we're having a team night out at the end of the season. So one of them was to wear that, wear a dress for the night out, or, or wear the full kit. Yeah, of course you, of course you fucking want that. Oh, I'm going to lose at this rate. Oh, yes. But uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Whatever it is, we'll yeah. we'll have a vote in our, our little group chat or, or even on Twitter or whatever. And yeah, any suggestions, bring them our way. We'll get like a final three, and people can vote. Um, yeah. Okay, well, um, yeah, so in terms of uh, the Premier League, it's been quite a, a fast start, hasn't it, by the uh, the big boys? By the big boys. It has, it has. But we can't, we we'll can't, we can't, we can't go too quickly. There's some, some big things we need to cover Okay, first. let's go. Well, last time I finally made you laugh with a dad joke. Yeah, I like that one. It was the, it was the B one, wasn't it? The B one, yeah, Honey Nut Cheerio. That's good. I'll give one that. So we thought we switch it up this time with um, yeah. Podge is going to take care of the dad joke. Oh, see if it's he can... it's how you deliver it, isn't it? Right. Let's give this a go. Right. Right. Are you ready? I, I'm, I think I'm ready. You ready? I think I'm ready. Okay. Uh, right. Here we go. Here we go. Bear, bear in mind, I laugh, I laugh at anything. So if you don't make me laugh, then it's... Uh, okay. All right. It must be shit. Here we go. So my neighbour said they wanted to grow an ap- apple tree, um, but they said they were too scared. I said, grow a pair. Oh dear. Cricket sound. <laughs> oh dear. Oh damn. I generally okay, wasn't even close to laughing. <laughs> I thought that was well. I generally funny. wasn't even close to laughing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just flicking shit in the fucking fire, eh? Um, yeah, that was, uh, that, okay, that was, in hindsight, that was shocking. All right, sorry about that. Sorry. That was bad. I see myself. See, so you feel my pain. It's, hard, it's harder than you think, innit? You think, yeah. oh, I've got something in the bag. you got to do, you got to do, like, dirty jokes or, or like sexual jokes or something like that. Yeah, that's got to, yeah. You that's got, what you got to go about. It's the way you tell it. As that's well, what tickles it? us, isn't it? It's yeah. The way you tell it. All right, anyway, it's, been, it's been weird weather recently, isn't it? Fucking, I think it's nineteen degrees here, but then it's uh, minus two in Derby. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this? A, is, are you saying a joke or are you being serious? Uh, I just thought you know. You're talking about the weather. Talking the weather, the Nemo. Anyway, we've got, uh, we've got a few uh, lovely subjects to cover today. So we we're going to talk about Premier League season, how, how it's been going so far, um, looking back on what, who we predicted to finish where, mm. seeing how shit they are. Because we've had, yeah, it's hard to predict, you know, it's uh, going tits up already. Uh, also going to be looking through a bit of fantasy football, um, then going through points deductions, whether you're uh, pro or against points deductions and looking back at some of the teams that have um, suffered from that. 
Um, and then, of course, we'll be doing Villain and Hero of the Week. And we'll be talking about uh, the World Cup as well. We'll see World Cup. Uh, shouts for it to be um, every yeah. two years. So we're talking a bit about that as well. So yeah. a lot to cover. We might as well crack straight on. All right, let's talk Premier League. It's looking like it's going to be a, a very entertaining season, an open title race as well. Well, where do we start? Where do we start? Who's been your standout performer so far? I think we, uh, well, I'm going to start with Chelsea just because they look everything bit of a champion so far. Champion, winners, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but um, yeah, Lukaku, adding Lukaku um, to Chelsea's attack and uh, Tunchal so far being pretty who, who good defensively. I'll call him Tunchal, right? Get used to it. <laughs> Get over it. Um, yeah, I think they so far they are the standout team. But like we're looking at the points now, it's like Chelsea it's thirteen, tight, tight. Liverpool thirteen, and United thirteen. They but they have Man, oh, fucking hell, this Man United. Come. Man United. All right, whatever. But they they've all been quick out of the blocks, and it just shows you there's no room for slip ups because because Brighton are on their tail. Because Brighton <laughs> are on their tail, and Man City are in fifth. So. It is um it's a very quick start and what probably you would have expected from Chelsea, Liverpool, United, Man United, and yeah. uh, C. I think there's a little bit of a difference this year is the title race. I'd say for as far as I can remember for for a long time anyway, the title race has usually been between two teams. There's always been like a couple of teams that have not been not been good enough to compete. Um, you think. For many years, it was Man United Arsenal all the time. For many years, it's Man United Chelsea, mm. Man United Blackburn back in the day as well. Yeah. Most seasons, there's only really been two teams that have been competing. I mean, there's some outliers to that, but there's most years. Yeah. Um, whereas this year, I think you've got four title contenders, really. Chelsea, Liverpool. Um, I, don't, I don't think Man United all, all get there, to be honest with you, but they, they, they probably get, they get top four. Man City as well, obviously. So you've got four teams there. I think everyone's got them as nailed on top four. Yeah, that's the only difference this year is that the top four seems a bit more settled back to how it used to be, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, whether that will change, it'll be interesting to see. Leicester ran a bit of a slow start. I, I sort of uh, predicted they would have a good season. Mm. Um, West Ham as well. They're, they're eighth at the moment, so they're they're not too far off the mark. But I'd like to see a team like Leicester or West Ham could change Break the top, top four. four. Yeah. I think um, it, obviously there's only five games gone, but just on based on current form. It, it seems to be panning out as expected, but some teams will go through slumps like Chelsea, Liverpool, United, Man United. They'll all go through slumps at some point. Same with all the other teams. Like You might see Leicester start stringing results together and even Arsenal laughably stick, uh, stringing results together. So it's a long old season. Um, so far, Chelsea, as predicted, really, have stood out. Um is there any any sort of team other than Chelsea that stood out to you so far? Uh, I know they lost three 0 to Villa, but Everton I would say have, have been really good so far. Yeah, some really good signings like Demari Gray for like one point four million or whatever it was absolute steal. He's been phenomenal so far. He's been playing quite like a central forward role as well. Yeah, he's been banging in the goals, and it seems like. Um, Benitez hasn't been given like a fucking war chest of money to spend. Well, he's made smart signings. He's uh, invested Townsend well in as well. 
Townsend. I, I never thought Townsend w- would do what he's done. Yeah, he's got his confidence back. I think he was saying he was speaking to his. It's quite quite cute actually. Speaking to his mum about um about football, and she was saying she sent him a uh, a montage of all his good goals and stuff like that, and just saying like, look, you you're, you've got the ability, just have that confidence yeah. again, have that freedom. And he's like, I listen to your mum, and now he's been banging the goal. So that that goal against um, Burnley, that was that was um, trademark Townsend. To be fair, it's a fucking screamer. I, I remember maybe a couple of seasons ago for Palace, he scored that worldie against uh, Man City. Oh, that volley! I think don't it was see goal many of the goals season. like that. That was ridiculous. But I think it was goal of the season. It flew in, and it? that is the quality he possesses. Um, but like he, some players just need a different challenge. Like he's been at Palace for a few years. He's mixed yeah. up with Everton now. It's a it's a new challenge. It's amazing. Some players come back to yeah. life. It's amazing what a bit of belief and confidence. Because I mean, he's been on loan for so many clubs when he was at Spurs. He's on loan to so many different clubs, and that can't be yeah. settling for him now. Hopefully, it'll, it'll settle down and be all right. Yep. Yeah. Um, just to finally, probably one team that stood out for me Excuse as well me. is Brentford. Um, they beat Arsenal, and they had a good win away at Wolves recently. Only lost one game so far as well. Yeah, and I think, um, like, I put them 20th in my predictions, I think. Yeah. And they, they've sort of, with the five games they've had, to be on eight points, I mean, that's... Great that's start, um, really, isn't it? Take that any day for any, for any promoted side. If that averages out over the season, they're going to be comfortably staying up. So, yeah. I, I know it's early to be looking back at predictions, but should we have a quick look at our predictions? Well, have a quick glance at the predictions. Right. So my predictions at the start of the season were uh, Man City top, Liverpool second, Chelsea third, Leicester fourth, yeah. Man United fifth, and, yeah. and Leeds sixth. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. Leeds long way are, to go, long way to go. Leeds will be scrapping it down there with yeah, the Burnleys and Newcastles, mate. Then relegation, I put Newcastle, Norwich and Southampton, so that's not looking too bad at the minute. Yeah. Norwich obviously lost so all five. So Newcastle yeah. 18th, Burnley 19th and... Norwich 20th yeah, at the so moment. I didn't have Burnley to go down. I think Burnley will survive like they always do. Let's have a look at my predictions. So your predictions, which you've written down like an absolute Let me read them three, out. three-year-old girl. So I had Chelsea, top, Liverpool, Man United <laughs> and Brighton. Have you written that in with crayons? Four. Uh, and then Man City, Evans. So I've got the top six right so far. No jokes. I've got City, top, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United as the top four. And then as my relegation, I've yeah, done... you've got fifth and sixth Tottenham Villa. Yeah, about that. Yeah, nah, uh... that quiet, didn't you? <laughs> and then uh, bottom three, Burnley, Watford, Brentford. I still think... Long way to go. It's a long way to go. They'll, they'll, they'll definitely go through their rough patches, the uh, promoted side. So we'll, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. We'll revisit that at the end of the season though, and see uh, see how, how we're getting on. Okay, no, Norwich are definitely living up to expectation. Oh, Just God. five L's in their recent form. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they're boring side, aren't they? Fucking stand the championship. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll see. Should we, should we talk fantasy then? Okay, yeah. Let's brush on fantasy. Not, not been a good. I've not had the best start to fantasy football this year. I always start shit. I always start shit until I play my wild card, and then uh, things happen. I play my wild card now. I'm just waiting for things to happen. Yeah, um, I'm fucking bottom, aren't I? Oh yeah. Out of twelve, yeah. Oh yeah. To be fair, you're shit. I've had a slow start. It's a long season. I had sixty-one points last week, which which was uh, it's about average. Yeah, I think I was sixty-five. All right, who've you got in goal there at the moment? Start from the back. Right, I'll just quickly run through my team then. So, 
Um, uh, I I put Sanchez in goal, but I took Ray Raya out, expecting him to concede oh, at Wolves. No. Raya got six points. So, anyways, Sanchez in goal. That was a mistake. Uh, Timakas, short Regulon at the back, and then four in the midfield. Salah captained him. He got twenty five points. Uh, Gundogan three points. Rafinha eight points. And Buemo eight points. Uh, Armstrong up top with Ings and Kane. They all had shockers. England's got the most with five points. Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I had uh, Melier in goal. Um, although we conceded against Newcastle, he always makes about 25 saves, saves a game, so it's a good one to have. Did he get any, what did he get? He got four points. So. That's right. Uh, and I had Aileen Shaw. My defence done shit. Aileen got two, Shaw got two, and I had Dina. He obviously got fucking own goal, didn't he? And they conceded three, mm. so he got minus one. Rafinha scored, got eight points. Gray, two points. Salah, captain, 24. Ben Rama, 10 points. Ronaldo, six. Kane, two. And I had Dennis for Watford. He got a goal, so he got six points. Yeah, fair play for that Dennis. I think he's going to score a couple. Cheap as fuck he is. He's only like five mil. Really? He's, bang- he's come from like Genk or Ghent or something like yeah, that. Yeah, bargain, mate. Because I've got Ronaldo and Kane up front and just have like a nice cheap one that's going to start and score a few. Yeah. Nice I'm not don't know where to take Kane out, though. I might take Kane out soon because he doesn't look He's having a shit the cast. But then they've got Arsenal away, so I want, I'm, I'll probably keep him in for Arsenal next game. So, uh, yeah. So. It's, it's between him and Lukaku. For yeah, me, I was thinking about putting Lukaku in. I think, yeah, Lukaku's a really good, isn't he? He could get he could get up to 30 goals this season the way he's going. He, everything he's just hitting is going in at the moment. Um, he's been a right little slut, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll quickly just mention some... I know it doesn't count for much because I'm bottom of the fucking league at the moment. <laughs> so basically, when you, when, you, when you hear this, just do the opposite to what Podge says. And you might yeah, it. so I've got... Just cheeky little uh, transfers you, this week. You start a stolen mine, have you? For the next two weeks would be Ismaili Saar. He's only 6.1. He's done well, yeah. Uh, Cresswell is 5.5. The next two games they're playing. Well, Aaron. Like Aaron Cresswell, yeah, for West Ham. Um, they've got some like decent fixtures coming up, Watford and West Ham. So I think they're, they're worth a shout. I know it doesn't count for much because it's fucking... Uh, and then finally, uh, Townsend for Everton. Because he just keeps shooting. And the efforts are going on target. And we all know he scores a screamer every now and then. And obviously, he, he'll pitch in with a couple of assists. Um, but like we were saying, he's he's a bit uh, rejuvenated since going to Evan. It's a big wife for you. Yeah. I I couldn't spell it, but... Um, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, fuck Townsend as well. Why not? Let's fucking have it. Well, where did you come last year in the league? Uh, I was about mid-table. Yeah, I come second last year. I like I started off shit, but yeah, I got grew into it. Yeah, it's what I always do. I don't know. It always seems to be the way. But do you look at all like, the tipsters and shit like that for fantasy? No, nah. I, I should do. do. I I never do. I'm I, gonna... I do my own thing, but you you can see everyone at the top that always does the same fucking teams. Yeah. They're like wanking off all these tips. I feel like on, I feel like yeah on forums they probably made like accounts on forums like oh please tell me yeah 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 sure, sure the, the the tipsters are going to get one or two players right but so would I or you if we just did it off our own back so I don't think it makes too much of a difference yeah fuck them um fuck them. and just quick one Townsend was five point four it was a bargain great value great value. Right, next, we're talking about points deductions. Are you for them that, or that, against them? That uh, fantasy, by the way, we do the Premier League one, just a, just a heads up. Just in case, I'm sure you're all wondering. In case, yeah. Before we get on to the big chat about points deductions in football, got a little shout-out, haven't we, Podge? 
Yep. Shout out to JKE Painting Solutions. Um, he's based in the uh, southwest area, Christchurch, Bournemouth, Paul. Um, does interior, uh, exterior, even does beach hats. So, yeah, just a shout out to uh, JKE Painting Solutions. Have a look at his Instagram page. That's JKE Painting. Uh, if you're interested in any uh, solutions to do with painting. Okay. Your man. Very good value. Very yep. good quality. Top lad as well, Jay. What more could you want? More, what, what more could you want? And he won't steal anything either. He's a good lad. Exactly. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, right. Points deductions in football. So we all see all seen the news about Derby having a points deduction. Uh, minus two points now, aren't they? Mm, not yeah. looking good for them. Not looking good. This has been going on a few years now. Uh, I've probably mentioned it a few times in the previous podcast about um, some of their uh, wrongdoings. Well, there's debate whether they should have had it last season and then Wickham would have stayed up. Wickham. Wickham, Wickham would have Wickham. stayed up. So Apparently, uh, Ainsworth's trying to sue as well. Yeah, they're, they're trying to do illegal action against Derby now. Illegal <laughs> action, baby. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's a big deal. Also, in the news was Reading, wasn't what weren't they in this week? Yeah, uh, so a lot going on. A lot going on. Also could suffer a nine points deduction, which looks like it's gonna happen to be fair. Yeah. We'll quickly just go through uh Derby and what's happened with them. Um so Derby lost fourteen point seven million in twenty sixteen and seven point nine in twenty seventeen, just before the pandemic. Uh they're heading for further heavy loss in twenty eighteen, which would have breached the AFL's profit and sustainability rules, uh, allowing a community cumulative £39 million loss over a three-year period until they confirm the sale of their stadium to the company that is owned by Mel Morris, which then, I think they sold it for £80 million, which then meant they published a profit for that year because they sold the stadium. So they avoided it then. Um, in 20, January 2020, after review of the sale, Derby were charged by the EFL for financial breaches up until 2018. Obviously, they got to the final against Villa in the uh, in the playoffs, didn't they? Yeah. If they'd have won that, that would have all been squashed because they're in the Premier League. They couldn't take action against them in yeah. the EFL. So they would have had charges that would never would have been been dealt with. So they would have got away with it. But they lost. So they um, still had to deal with it. They've also, obviously, they've lost a lot of money throughout the pandemic, as a lot of clubs have. Um, I think they had to give Keo four million, whether they pay that all yet or not, because they're, because they're sacking him and he, yeah. he sued them for that. Um, I think a lot, lot more will come out in the coming weeks as to how bad this situation actually is with Derby. Um, I think if the club don't pay twenty five percent of the money owed to football creditors, non football creditors, sorry, they could be liable to another fifteen point deduction, or it could be another nine point deduction. Yeah. So it's not over yet for them; they're not out of the woods. It's more likely as well that they will get more deductions. I think. Yeah. In the coming weeks. Well, see, I've made jokes about it and made jokes specifically about Derby because I know they've been dodging stuff like that. Obviously, there's a bit of history of Leeds with the whole Spygate thing and them shitting in our dressing room after the um, mm. playoff win and how much of a twat Frank Lampard is. But uh, on a serious note, you don't wish points deduction on, on anyone with um, on the fans. It's not their fault at the end of the day. The fans that travel up and down the country spending loads of money, having their team have points deducted and potentially uh, relegation and whatnot. Yeah. Um, like you say, Reading, like they could face a similar a pathway. They've lost had huge losses over the last few seasons, so they could be getting a nine-point deduction soon as well. Um, what's your thoughts then, Paul? Do you think points deductions are a way of encouraging clubs to run more sustainably, or do you think they're almost like a, a double-handed punishment 
making it making things worse for them uh for me basically it, it it just seems like what you've read through there and what i know so far about the the whole story with derby is um a lot more can be done before it even gets to points uh, deductions like why have they been allowed to spend year after year mm. stupid amounts of money which clearly they can't really foot the bill for um when they're clearly just gambling to get into the premier league via playoffs or via or max blah 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 um the afl see them spending this much and where, where's the proof of the funds and stuff like that i just don't understand why the efl don't crack down sooner and let it get to such a state where they have to deduct points from them um and which leaves the efl looking weaker because teams again deductions left right and center including Redden soon probably and well, what would you suggest the EFL do and then? it leaves in at least derby in a, in a worse state than what they possibly could have been before if it was cracked down earlier i, I just think there needs to be more strict to legislation <laughs> behind it why 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 can they not print their accounts or, or look into look look into derby's like actual record they do though but it's over a three-year period because you might have one bad year they look over a three-year period I think I don't know what well, maybe making it's a difficult thing. Them. It's easy to say, oh yeah, they should do this, they should do that, but actually doing it is a different thing. For me, the main problem is the money in football. So you've got ninety percent of the TV money goes to twenty Premier League clubs, and ten percent goes to the other seventy-two. Mm. So there's such a gap there that teams will gamble on getting promotion because they know that's where the money is. Yeah. Whereas if you don't get promotion, you're obviously having to pay higher wages. If you get a relegation, you're play playing players. Premier League wages, but you also get a parachute payment. So yeah. for a team like Derby, who've been in the Championship for a long time, um, they're not going to be able to compete with a lot of other clubs that have had parachute payments or been to the Premier League and whatnot. So that's why you sort of see, like last year, the three teams that went down went straight back up again. So, so okay, so that three-year, was it three-year uh, review? Into Actually, I, I told a lie there, Brentford. But they didn't go straight back up, so never that. No, no. But you that, get what I mean. That three-year review into spending, so... If 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 you're okay after the three years, then you you have to wait another three years before they look into it again. That's that's three years of we're just going to throw money at this and gamble our way to the Premier League. As yeah, soon as you get in the Prem, it doesn't matter, does it? Because you you're in the money. So it they need to be more stringent. It should be on a yearly basis. Like okay, you're showing losses. Well, they check them on a yearly basis, but it's, if if you have losses of a certain amount over a three year period, that they'll potentially put points deductions it's when you when you actually have to call the administrators in that's what they've got a deduction for because they've had to pull, put the administrators in mm. I, so, I not a fucking money expert or anything but it's, it's a difficult one really but like i said loads of clubs will be struggling from covid this tv money going to to premier league clubs um that's, there needs to be a fairer balance i mm. think throughout all the football league clubs so there's loads of different factors to it um but at the end of the day i see why action's got to be taken but points deductions for me is almost just yeah another nail in the coffin just just making it worse for the team point yeah points deduction is just a, a a kick in the the teeth while you're down on the floor as it is but um yeah i think um overall they should they should never be allowed like the trash should not be put into the owner so much because you get owners like mel morris who want to gamble to the prem and it, it's not sustainable and who who suffers is the fans of whatever club that's happened to which i can see you're going down a list of clubs here some of them have even gone out of uh, existence like berry like it's just it's just a piss poor way to run a club and yeah, and yeah. as we speak there's probably a, over half of uh over half of um efl clubs are probably 
losing money on a weekly, monthly basis. Yeah. It's I mean, quite, it's I mean, shocking, the other really. factor is how we've let it get to this state, because I don't know the exact percentage, but it's, it's a massive percentage of the income from a football club goes on players' wages. Mm. Surely there should be a cap on player wages to stop this from happening. Like you, you charge the fans more money with tickets to try and earn more money, but stop paying the players ridiculous wages. Yeah. But it's a knock-on effect because if if you stop playing them big wages, you won't attract the big players. You need everyone to stop doing it. So it needs to be eleven player playing should, field, should doesn't be capped. it? Yeah, like you say, if if it's capped wages, then I think it's um it would be more of a level playing field, which can only be a good thing for financially um, leveling out clubs a bit, but. Yeah, it's it's a difficult one with the points deductions because I don't I don't think they should, but like you know, I know Cov and Leeds have they've both been deducted points in the past, and it, it hurts. But at the same time, so Wigan last year didn't they get deducted points? Year year difference. Wednesday but, last year they didn't they? Bolton as well. They they've been deducted points uh, recently. Wigan was 2019, 2020. Macclesfield had seventeen points deducted. Bolton twelve points in nineteen twenty, yeah. Bury twelve point uh twelve points nine twenty, Birmingham had nine points deducted oh, in yeah. nineteen yeah. as well. Brentford had one in twenty eighteen nineteen for not fielding a fixture um against Bolton. Um then there's various ones. We'll see Coventry uh, had two lots of ten points, didn't they? Mm. Um Mighty Leeds, we had minus ten points in the championship and minus fifteen in League One. Uh, remember L- Luton had 30 points didn't they yeah that was massive. that was the um that that season that Bournemouth ridiculous. had 17 Rotherham had 17 Luton had 30 yeah. it was like the point selection Look, battle wasn't it and there, there's a club Chester there like they I, I think they uh liquid liquidated and then started again as well Chester there's, there's Chester quite City a few clubs. it's quite sad um but yeah it's it's not um it's not a complete failure though because looking at Wigan looking at Bolton they bounce back we're gonna look like they're strong, strongly. Well, they're one of the favourites to get promoted now in League One. Bolton are doing really well in League One. So Derby, maybe a year's difference from now, they might be. They might be looking right. They might be in League One, but they might be top of League One. So you never know. It changes quick, is what I'm trying to say. So although they've got points deductions, which is probably a they bad need, thing. Mel wants to sell the club. He need they, they get new owners. They need to there. get yeah. They need to get that done as soon as possible, and then go from there. Take take one week at a time from there. But yeah, it's it's a sad state of affairs. Yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. So to conclude, for me, it's the money needs to be even more evenly distributed for for TV, um, and also player wages are out of control and they need to be stopped. And then things like this won't happen. Yeah, for me, it's just more stringent looks at clubs' finance. I know you say they do, and they probably do, but it just seems like it's not not working. It needs to stop. It needs to stop. So before we get on to villain and hero of the week, we're going to do a little quick fire prediction for this weekend's Premier League fixtures. Mm-hmm. So, right, no messing about, no thinking about it. You just got to throw your prediction out there. Yeah. So to begin with, Chelsea Man City twelve thirty kickoff. What are you saying? One 0 Chelsea. I'm one 0 Chelsea too. Man United Villa. Two uh, one United. One one. Everton Norwich. 2-2. Two, 3-0 two. No Everton. Leeds West Ham. 2-2. Two, two. I'll go... This is quick fire, George. One, Come one. on. 1-1. Leicester Burnley. 1-1. Uh, one, one. 
2 0 Leicester, Watford, Newcastle, 2 0 Watford, 3 1 Watford, Brentford, Liverpool, 5 30 kickoff, 3 uh, 2 Liverpool. I'll go 1 0 Brentford, suck it. Uh, On to Sunday, Southampton Wolves. 1 1. 0 0. And then um, North London Derby. What are we saying? Arsenal Tottenham. 1 1. I'll go 2 1 Tottenham. Palace Brighton. Monday, yeah. So that will end 2 1 Palace. That will. 2 0 Brighton. Okay. 2 0 Brighton. What oh, right. are your standout fixtures over the uh, this match day? Well, you watch, there's a few big games this weekend. Chelsea Man City to kick us off on the early kickoff. Yeah, huge game. There is Matt. some big games. Huge game. Yeah, I can't. Maybe. I could be wrong, but I can't see there being many goals in that game. I think it'd be a bit of a cagey affair. I just think Chelsea are quite a solid side. They're quite a good all round side. I think they're going to edge it. You know. Yep, yeah, I think so too. Um, we're looking at the North London derby that's quite an interesting one because both teams are sort of in a in a weird sort of transition aren't they like yeah Arsenal they they start the season slow but they they've won the last two yeah Spurs started it fast and they've lost the last two haven't they so it's a it's going to be a bit of a battle it's going to be a f- fucking mad battle that one yeah, but who, who, do, you think, who do you think needs the win more uh I think Arsenal do because it will sort of make a statement that maybe they're they're on their way up again. But yeah, for for manager's sake, it's it's huge. I can't really say which which team needs it more because they both need it massively. Kane Kane needs a goal as well, so we don't we don't want to out of form Kane for a for a World Cup. I know it's like a year away, but yeah. Uh, I'm watching him. I think he looks more interested for England than he does for Spurs. Yeah, he's enjoying it at England. I think he's fed up knowing that, yeah. like Man City is still competing at the top, and Tottenham are just doing what they do and just getting by. They're at seventh at the moment, aren't they? Doing not a lot wrong, but not a lot right. I think Danny tracks back more for our six society than he does at the moment. Yeah, sorry, Danny. Good hat trick last night, by the way. Yeah, great hat trick, wasn't it? Um, so yeah, that's uh, also you've got you've got teams like um, uh, Southampton Wolves. They're actually next to each other in the table, fifteenth and sixteenth. Um, but both teams need need some points. Need to start picking up points, so it could end up being a season in the relegation uh, zone, sort of a battle for them. So yeah. And you've got Palace Brighton on Monday. It's the weirdest derby in the world. Like, yeah. where does that even come from? They they do say it is a derby now, don't they? Like the even well, the yeah, fans it always has been, but I don't know. I just don't get why it's not. They're not even that local, are they? Just, it is a bit of a weird, weird reason. I think it's it's they're to do with the motorway. Isn't it? it like goes from one <laughs> fucking. It's our motorway. Yeah, but uh, it's probably just because they got no other rivals. They thought, fuck it, let's hate each other. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that pretty much rounds up the Premier League fixtures. So hopefully, it's another cheeky weekend. And uh, we see some a cheeky weekend. See some dirty goals as well, hopefully. Um. So what are we we going on to here on Villain of the week? You sound really enthusiastic about that. I am. <laughs> I yeah. Just, uh, Come on. Yeah. 
Let's go. Let's go. All right. Next up, hero and villain of the week. And it's, as always, it's live. Villain and hero of the week time then. So we'll start with hero. Yes. I'll go with uh, Andre Gomez. Carabao Cup, Everton away at Millwall. Uh, he was taking a corner. A Millwall fan was filming him, and obviously all the Millwall fans were giving him shit. He whipped in a shit ball into the box, but it was what like shit ball. pinballing around. They scored from it. He ran off, ran off while facing the Millwall fans and then gave him the cheeky wanker sign. Fully deserved. Loved Fully it. Fully deserved. Loved it. More of that, please. More of that. Um, which the fans obviously hated slash loved, but hated. Go on. Who's your villain of the week, lad? A villain, Pep Guardiola. Reason is that he was calling for, again, for B teams to be introduced into English football. Um, how about you don't sign all these fucking players that will not play for your club, then you won't need a B team. Mm. You've got the EFL Cup, and most of the Premier League under-23s get dicks by League 1 and 2 squads anyway. Yeah. So if you want them to play in League One, they're not good enough. And plus, why are you gonna you're gonna kick out proper League One teams just for the sake of your B team and have like two hundred fans watching them? No, thank you. Fuck you, Pep Guardiola. Uh, respect your opinion. To that. Fuck your opinion. Yeah. Right, next hero, please. Um, it's got to be that that dog that every everyone's heard of. That one that <laughs> that nutmeg dog. That that player in uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina. It was in the news, wasn't it? On BBC website anyway, and yeah, uh, I fucking love that. Yeah, in a, in a Bosnian game, Bosnian it, Premier League, wasn't it? Uh, a dog ran on the pitch, playing with the ball. Player tries to get it off him using his feet, and it just not not makes him done it. He could probably he could probably get a starting in the starting lineup in the Bosnian Premier League. Yeah, it might have been a sub. You never know. He just ran on too soon. But um, that that Bosnian player deserves a fine for that as well. Getting nutmegged by a dog. Yeah, definitely fine. Uh, next villain, I'm going to go for a joint one for the FA and Klopp. So Klopp was very instrumental in... Uh, actually, yeah. Oh, fuck it, I'll go for both of them. Klopp was very instrumental in uh, Pascal Stroit getting sent off for injuring Harvey Elliott. Unfortunately, I wish Harvey Elliott all the best in his recovery. However, it was not a foul and it should have been a red card. And Klopp going on the pitch... It, it, he influenced the ref too much for my liking. It's, it's a... The fact that it wasn't overturned by the FA, even Harvey Elliott said it, it should have been overturned and it wasn't a foul. Um, it's so a talking yeah, point, isn't it? Because um, a, lo- a lot of people said, ah, oh, it is a sending off. But that's only because Harvey Elliott broke his leg. Like, if he didn't break his leg, did it still warrant a sending off? I don't know. So, through uh, no fault of, like, Stroot, because I don't think he meant it, but the re- the reason he got sent off was was it because he broke someone's leg? Like that's not how the rules work. But it's a t- touchy subject because it it's a horrible injury for um, Harvey Elliott. So I hope he recovers well. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a bit of a like if if a Burnley player had done it, do you think they would have got? Like uh... Burnley players make tackles like every fucking game, and they don't get brought up on it. I think. You, tackling is a part of football and unfortunately injuries happen from time to time that's no way is that a red card it's not even a foul I think it annoyed me I can't even remember I can't remember the ref's name now we'll just call him Nobed for the sake of this podcast um, so Nobed gave um, didn't even give a foul 
and uh, then had the cheek to say it wasn't overturned because he was always going to send them off. VAR never intervened. Mm. So he's basically claiming it was um, his doing the sending off. Do you think he wasn't, um... he wasn't even going to give a foul, but then he gave a red card because he saw the injury and was influenced by Klopp and then they didn't overturn it. So I think that's fucking bollocks. So do you think it's because it's a high-profile manager sort of on the sidelines? part of that, and also he saw the, like I say, he saw the um, horrible injury and thought, fuck it, I'm sending him off. But Did the, the fact, ref the get fact that VAR, he said never VAR never got involved and he was always going to send him off. He didn't even blow for a foul, mate. He played on. Yeah, it's only when really? Salah was like calling, was he's a serious injury? He called oh, the phys- physios on. Anyway, we won't dwell too much. Fuck you, fuck you, uh, Klopp and the FA and the ref. All no, right, no. let's move on then. So, um, the final hero of the week, I can't really put a name to it. I don't know who the organization is, but it's safe standing. Um, I think you can apply now, or clubs can apply for safe standing. They have to meet a certain certain regulations to have it, but yeah, I think that's a positive step. I know they've been talking about it for years as well, and they trialed it at like Shrewsbury and places like that. But um, I'd be great to see just fans standing up. Like I think it's it would make the uh, the atmospheres better as well. Most fans stand up anyway, unless you're at Fulham. So yeah, <laughs> sorry Fulham. <laughs> uh, next villain is going to be Hulk. <laughs> this is the best one, isn't it? <laughs> For getting his niece pregnant. <laughs> uh, quite weird. Yeah, but if you're Hulk, you can do that. You're a, you're <laughs> can a, you? You're, a, ma- so, you're a Marvel superhero. <laughs> Not that Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I, so, it, basically, I was trying to work this out. His kids, so their mum's going to be their mum and their cousin. It's brilliant, isn't it? You only see that in Norwich normally. <laughs> I was going to say that. In Norwich, <laughs> that's all right, Hulk, but you can't do it anywhere else. Uh, all right, I've got another villain as well. I've got Lee Griffiths for... Um, uh, he, obviously, I think, yeah, a flare was thrown onto the pitch and he fucking, he kicked it. Dundee versus St. Johnston. Yeah. Have a look at it. Basically, they're they, all calling him a pedo. They, they were like, pedo, pedo, pedo. And then uh, Lee Griffiths was walking towards the away fans where the flare was on the pitch and he just booted the flare back into the fans. And uh, I just thought that's funny as fuck. Nonce! <laughs> <laughs> so he's he's going to get a nomination. Right. Who's your hero then? Uh, I think it's just like good shithousery from Gomez, to be fair. So I'm going to... Above the dog. Yeah. Above the dog. You do... Maybe if the maybe dog if... gets a nutmeg and you... Someone doing a wanker sign gets it. Yeah, well, if the dog could could show his ability in the Premier League. If the dog gave the wanker sign, then you would have given it to the dog. Oh, yeah, I would have given it to the dog. <laughs> yeah, but the, the dog's in a farmer's league, so any, anyone could do that. Like, If the dog stepped up to like maybe like League One Championship Prem, then he's, he's worthy of Hero of the Week. But for me, it's Gomez for doing that wanker sign to the Millwall fans. All right, my, Classic. My villain's going to be Hulk because you, you just... There's that's... certain things you don't do, and that's one of them. There's <laughs> <laughs> just there's boundaries, Hulk. There's boundaries. No, not ever. Not ever. <laughs> I think you're going to chemical castration all morning. <laughs> Quite from the between us, I love it. Uh, yeah, same. All right, that's funny, isn't it? That's it for another episode. Then we've oh, twelve episodes now. Let's keep keep going. It's been a good one. Um... Maybe maybe we can break into. Double figures. 20 for the season, <laughs> Lukaku or something. Um, yeah, maybe compared to double figures of viewers, I was going to say. Oh, right, okay, yeah. <laughs> Get above the 10 mark. Can we be that, yeah, 20 season goal scorer with 20 I'm joking, can we get a few more on that? Not by many, though. But... Um, <laughs> yeah. 
well, hopefully there'll be some decent talking points over the next uh, week or so. So, yeah. I'm we're, sure there will be with Derby and et cetera. Yeah, and we'll make sure um, we take a little video of the forfeit, whoever it's going to be. Yeah, we'll keep so you updated. We see, we've see got, what happens we've got another game Wednesday. It's seven weeks now, and it's seven games left, so it's, it's going to be tense. bum time now, isn't it? It's a lot of self- Just make sure you pass to me. A lot of selfish strikes from me and James now, right? No, you've got to still got to pass, mate. All right. Well, uh, yeah, good, good, uh, good day and take <laughs> Good day, <laughs> good day. All right, thanks for listening. Sarah. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,